on Triple M Mining HQ. Good morning, WA, and welcome to your Monday edition of Mining HQ. I'm Pablo Miller. This is your go-to show for everything happening in the mining industry. Now, this morning, uh, Dr. John Warner is going to join Chris Lemessier. Now, Dr. Warner uh, is going to be a keynote speaker at the upcoming OzI M Battery and Energy Metals Conference, which is going to be held at the stadium September 14th and 15th this year. Don't forget as well, you can keep up to date with us, Mining HQ, now on LinkedIn and Facebook. Over to you, Chris. Good morning. Happy Monday. Hello, Pablo. Hope you're having a good morning. On the phone this morning, we're going to have a chat to a keynote speaker. He's a keynote speaker of the upcoming Lithium Battery and Energy Metals Conference at Optus Stadium. Great venue. It's over two days, a Wednesday and Thursday, September 14 and 15. One of the keynote speakers, Dr. John Warner, Managing Director of Jord Prox- Proxer. Hello, John. How are you? Oh, very well, thank you, Chris. Great to have you here, and you must be pretty excited about this conference. Oh, extremely. Yeah, it's it's a great time to be having a conference on battery mineral, battery minerals, especially in Perth and West Australia. Yeah. Of activity. Well, the new energy market, that's certainly what it's all about in the 21st century. John, before we get into, um, well, the conference, can you give our listeners a bit of a background on yourself and the formation, I believe, what, four years ago of George Proxer? Yeah, well, Jordan Proxa converged on the opportunity to supply um, crystallizers to the battery chemical industry from different directions. Um, Jordan developed a, a global supply chain linking, you know, um, linking to sort of technology providers, their customers, um, its designers, its workshops, and um, that had become very successful by you know the late two thousand, so two thousand. 15th or so. Proxer, on the other hand, had um, developed know-how base in crystallizers in South Africa and had a lot of references. So we both saw an opportunity in battery chemicals and I guess the rest is history. It's been pretty successful since. Now, what about your background? I know you've done quite a few things. You led a research team for CSIRO. What was all that about? What were you researching? Uh, oh, well, <laughs> wool research, actually. We were stretching we were stretching wool to reduce its diameter, and we were very successful. So, I, I mean, if I had to say in three words what my experience was, it was partly exhilarating, uh, then, then, then enlightening, and, and ultimately a little frustrating, which is why I probably left the, the, you know, the CSIRO field. So, yeah, it was a great time. We, we, you know, it was an engineer's dream. I got to build equipment. It worked. Uh, uh, then they expanded the team, worked with a lot of terrific people who I still maintain contact with. But then uh, when the project worked, I guess the wool industry decided they didn't want ultra-fine wool to compete with wool that, that had taken perhaps 200 years to sort of genetically make fine. We, we had a process that could take four microns off it. So anyway, it was put in the cupboard and the rest is, that's where I left. <laughs> okay, well, let's move to the upcoming conference. What about this one? You'll be behind the podium. Your key message for attendees. I'm sure there's quite a few messages. Well, a key one is it's time to act to capitalise on the EV boom. I mean, any doubts that there would be an EV boom have now been put to rest. I mean, the amount of battery chemicals that we can see required in 2025 is beyond existing capacity. So new plants have to be built. Um, new capacity has got to be installed. Yeah, it's very exciting times for the industry. It's I wouldn't say it's make or break, but it's one of those challenges you have to rise to. Hey, what a great venue to have the conference. 
It's terrific. Uh, you know, it's a pleasure to to have a to be a speaker in that venue. You get to look over the river, and uh, if you turn the other way, there's the you can see the football players warming up if you're lucky. So yeah, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good venue. <laughs> Hopefully, the Dockers will still be around. Now, now the importance of the conference. We we know we're certainly you know 21st century. It's all about a new energy market. Can you talk about some of the key points of being at the conference? Well, I, I think you know just. Putting you know new energy to one side, I, I think it's fair to say the pace of change in technologies accelerated. You know, in, well certainly in my working career, and um, you know nowadays, if for it to keep up to date, you've got to attend conferences, you've got to keep abreast of the you know the emerging fields, and you know battery chemicals, the lithium industry in West Australia is certainly one of them. So, I think going there, being with your peers, listening to new ideas, having your maybe having your prejudices challenged, it's a good thing. So, John, I believe people can still go online and they can register. They become can become a delegate, or if they can't be there, they can view it online. Is that correct? I'm pretty sure you can go online and um, register to yeah, register for the conference, and you can and you can view it online as well. Yes. Well, we're going to talk about the biggest trends. What are some of the biggest trends you're seeing in the field today, and what innovations do you predict we'll be seeing in the future? Well, I could sum it up in three words. I think. Um, the need to be pure, the need to be green, and the need to be lean. So, if we if we go with those, the purity is you know if you if the performance of electric vehicles is greatly dependent on the battery capacity to store energy, and um, the more the more energy stored in a given amount of you know battery chemical, the more you know, the higher the demand on the purity of the battery chemical. So that's I mean, and we're seeing that um, you know there have been some incidents where people have. Where, where companies have made batteries from impure material and it's caused problems. So the purity requirements now for battery chemicals are well in excess of pharmaceutical grade. I mean, you, you know, battery, the chemicals in your battery are far purer than the chemicals that you buy in the chemist or in the pharmacy. You know, they are 99.99% pure in many cases, you know, which is highly pure for a chemical produced in mass quantities. Then green, I mean, you know, consumers aren't going to drive electric vehicles if if the processing route to produce the batteries is dirtier than the energy than the vehicle they would have driven, you know, an internal combustion engine, let's say. So, you know, we've got to get the carbon footprint down for the for the supply chain. That's that's an important trend. And then finally, the lean one. I mean, you just have to look at what's happened in other kind of sophisticated electronic products. Prices, well, not so much the price, but the the cost of a unit of performance falls with time. So, you know, your mobile phone might not have decreased in price, but it certainly does a lot more today for the same amount of dollars. And I think that there's going to be that happen with the same things going to happen with EVs. And therefore, the whole supply chain must rise to the challenge of, you know, giving a higher ratio of performance to cost. Yeah, it's interesting. Now, do you believe Australia can supply enough critical minerals for the EV revolution demand? Well, there's no there's no lack of critical mineral resources, but the question is, do we want to simply export crude um, battery chemicals as a resource, or do we want to move up the, the value chain and refine it further? And it's the question then is, how much do we want to refine and how far do we want to go? Um, I think there's been some encouraging signs, some very encouraging signals, particularly here in West Australia. The government's behind it. We've got a future battery, you know, um, initiative um, at Curtin University, plenty of research happening um, on, you know, in the on the company front. There are many companies moving quickly. So I, I think there are encouraging signs, but it's 
it's a it's a big challenge for Australia to move up, um, it you know, and and prove it can do it for this um, important mineral. And I've got to ask the question, John. Do you drive an EV? Out of curiosity, you had to ask one question that made me cringe, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Anyway, sadly, look, I have to confess, not yet. But because uh, we spend a lot of time in the southwest, and the, the, the inf- charging infrastructure is a bit limited. But I will say this, in my defence, next vehicle is electric, um, and it won't be long. Um, we've been waiting for for the one we wanted to come on the market, and I think it comes on the market next year. So we'll be into the EV by then. Oh, it's been a pleasure chatting and we look forward to seeing you at the conference. Okay, thank you, Chris. Thanks very much. For the very latest mining news in WA, stream the Mining HQ podcast. Available now on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R.